When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. One day in the pub, Seb and Verity were socializing with hilarity. They knew there and then that their options were vast. They bought some equipment and made a podcast. What do you think? Wow. Welcome back. Yeah. And hello to all you new listeners who missed episode one. Yeah. Why not? Start at episode two. Yeah. yeah. Fine. Absolutely. You don't need no any rules. context. No <laughs> rules. Doesn't matter at all. Nothing matters anymore. Um, so, <laughs> so thanks to everyone that, that listened to the first episode with Phil Donnelly. Wow. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thanks for taking a punt on us. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed it. I really enjoyed chatting yeah. to Phil. He was a good one, wasn't he? It was really fun. Yeah. yeah, we've had some lovely feedback from people, um, some great reviews on iTunes, and we've had people, lots of people subscribe. Uh, yeah. We are we are into the three figures of how many people, no. how many plays plays we've had. Three figures. That's Can you believe excellent. it? Excellent. Three whole figures. Thanks, guys. I, I didn't I didn't think we'd get above above one figure to be honest, <laughs> no. but uh, but yeah. So there we go. Three whole figures. Oh, can't <laughs> wait till we get to four. I know. Can you imagine? Too much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll pop the mini right. bottle of Prosecco. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Crazy. Saving it for something. <laughs> um, well, on to week two. We've got a brand new guest. <gasps> yes. Jackie Hartley, oh. violinist extraordinaire and just oh, all wow, round Jackie. wonderful person, isn't she? Yeah, she's a real all rounder, fantastic violinist. She's done so many things over the years. Um, some of the great artists she's played with, Paul McCartney. <gasps> One Direction. What? Chrissy Hines. No. Uh-huh. Yeah. And some of the, f- some of the, f- I think, well, it's, I saw a thing online that says she played on Take On Me. I mean, that is the uh-huh. business. That's I, the I best. Mean, we, we don't need to check that. Let's just assume no, that's let's true. Let's say it. Uh, some of the films she's played on, one of my favourite films of all time, Paddington. <gasps> yes. So good. Oh my God. What? A film, I mean, possibly uh, not quite as good as Paddington 2. No, I love um, that. 
That's but, amazing. But Paddington, she played on Maleficent. She played on Jason Bourne. Yeah. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yeah, endless. Star Wars, a solo story. Anyway, the list goes on. Yeah. She's great. Totally. What else she done? She's done some other proper legit stuff as well. <laughs> exactly. On the side of all of that, <laughs> she's also had a completely legit orchestral career as well. Straight out of college into the LPO where she became principal second. She went to the Academy of St. Martin in the Fields. Uh, she was in the Chamber Orchestra of Europe for a while. She was sub-leader at the BBC Symphony Orchestra and co-leader at the CBSO. Mm. I mean, she's done it all, hasn't she, Seb? Yeah. The day we met her for a chat, she'd just come from one of the big studios in North London from a big fancy session. Yeah. Very, very high profile. So high profile that she'd actually signed a non-disclosure agreement. Yeah. So she couldn't tell us what it was. We had a good go yeah. at guessing, didn't we? And I Yeah, I think, think we worked it. out what it yeah. might be. Um, so um, obviously we can't mention that. But we don't know, actually, because fair play to her. She didn't tell us. No. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> uh, so that's where you join us with the conversation. Also, i just given her some headphones. And she was getting to grips with uh, how to use the, uh, the big old microphone that, uh, that I plonked in front of her. So here we go. This is our conversation with Jackie Hartley. Look, don't be intimidated by this. Lovely, what all look. Ah, it's all good. Yeah, there's no click. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> there's no click. Oh, there is. There's some, every now and again, somebody could come in your ear and say, um, "Sorry, could you, could we just go back over those last few <laughs> few sentences, please?" Those clicks are like being punched in the ear, aren't they? Oh, yeah. And then some. Then sometimes I like when people say. Oh, can we have a bit less of this in, or a bit more of that? You know, and I'm like, wow, because yeah. I've no idea what that like. The click seems to block everything out, and even yeah. then, I, I'm obviously not listening to anything. I'm just in some kind of cuckoo. Because <laughs> I've no idea what's in or what's out of the thing. Yeah, yeah. I just I know. I float into some kind of yeah bubble. Anyway. Yeah. I always think it's funny when people say, oh, "Can I have some more of, of myself in my ears?" I always oh, think, God, "No, self, please don't put any more of me." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't put any more of me in my ears. Take me right out. Yes, that's all. I <laughs> right out. Had it with that. Yeah. Or even worse, when you're overdubbing yourself. Oh. 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 <laughs> I don't think I've ever done that. <laughs> yeah, so those, you just um, like layer. There were those guys in the '90s when they that did you. things like. Um, Thank you thank so you. much. Um, what's that song? The Verve. Bit of sweet symphony. Do, 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 yeah. I think there's like four, like a string quartet that overdubbed themselves. Seriously? So there's like eight oh, of everyone, no. and they, so they all got paid just like thousands percent oh, overdub yes. fees, and oh, they got get, the actual proper and thing. get royalties on it as yeah. well. They get they. Oh, from, I think just from that really... they get so many tens of thousands a year oh in, in my P, God. EPL or That's whatever. It, isn't it? You can just you get just so want, lucky. Just lucky on one, one thing. Yeah. And you might not need to rip. The yeah. work for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I know. I know. So that, that wasn't you then, Jackie, then? It certainly wasn't, no. I would have actually <laughs> told you. <laughs> there was that leading Not question. that I was actually it. <laughs> yeah. Well jealous, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can tell it was Jackie, because she comes out with all her jangle jangle jewellery on. <laughs> oh, yeah. I oh, left all my diamonds home tonight, <laughs> today, yeah. funnily enough. Yeah. It's a bit too audacious. <laughs> <laughs> those ones but have you done any of the other ones of that series i have actually <laughs> <laughs> a 
only one other though, the last one I did. You can mention the name of that one though. Yeah, yeah can I? I could if I could remember it. <laughs> <laughs> do they show you much of the film as you're No, actually making... not not that one I don't think. And yeah. in fact I think we have to sign a thing to say that it's not that film at all. Oh really? And it's given another title. They call a working title. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we pretend that we don't know which film it is, but mm. we do really. <laughs> That's excellent. Does that happen more and more now that the yeah. NDAs you have to sign? Definitely. There's there was another f- f- film a couple of weeks ago that we had to sign one of those for, and I can say that things like the the Harry Potter sequels. Yes. They they were all working titles. I can say that now because we've yeah. done it. But so God, everything's was... crowded. Sorry, in Sorry. secrecy. Yeah. yeah. And um, that must be really hard, actually, when you do something like the Harry Potters. That that's, I mean, so exciting. I would be wanting to tell everyone, especially yes. with children, because your children would be yes, quite young. Yes, I do. Yeah. And that's a heck of a play. There are a lot yeah. of notes for the violins. Lots <laughs> of cues and yeah, lots of notes. But I'd rather be that way. Actually. Yeah. Keeps me on my toes. So yeah, it's good. Was it a turn up and play it on a day jobby with those? Yes. Or so, wowzers. So you don't see anything. In fact, most of the time. It was like you said to the other day, oh, what is it? And I always say, I, don't, I, I have no idea. Well, I didn't know about that one. This, but mostly, I just don't know. I, I, we all just tip up, don't we? We tip up and yeah. um, then we get there and then we, we look what's on, what the music is and um, that's it. So yeah. we never, I never ever see it before. I think if you were leading something or if you had like a trumpet, so big, you would know a big solo, wouldn't you? I don't mm. know. Yeah. Do you, get, you would be told uh, to what, look for at a new, what, for, for a session? For, for a session. Uh, Would you see that I've not, before? I've never had that, but but maybe I've, I've not been I asked don't know. to do loads what of cellos, I don't know because lots yeah. of cellos, solos and things, aren't yeah. there? Yeah, but sometimes it's it's better not knowing. Do you <clears> think? Because I don't know. I find that sometimes when you turn up and there's something massive, if you've had time to worry about it, it becomes an issue in your mind. But then if True. you get there and you just have to do it, you're like, well, I just have to do this. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm naive saying that. Maybe yeah. other people are like, God, I wish you'd had the notes in advance of that one. <laughs> but, I know yeah. what you mean. No, I think it's good, except if it was just really hard. Yeah. I mean, like And then those I don't want to see ones. it, definitely. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Oh. But normally it's, normally it's fine. And if there's always minutes to practice on mm. those little bits you can... Do you feel like your confidence has grown with that as a skill over the years, the more and more you've done? Or? I think so. I think, like, the whole sight-reading thing, though, I think that comes back right to, like, youth orchestra days, doesn't it? Mm. I don't know, like, way, way, way back, where you just have to just, you know, crack on. You don't really think about it those then because right. you're so young. That's a yeah. good thing. And yeah. then I think we must have a really good tradition of that in this country because I've met musicians, you know, who, I don't know, other European or, I don't know, American musicians that don't have that tradition. Yeah. And they, they play practice and practice but big solo pieces and stuff and then they then they audition for orchestras and then they haven't had that whole thing about the sight reading yeah that's so true i think i've heard lots of people say that conductors say you know it's a great thing to come over yeah yeah it's a short process yeah i think because we i mean obviously the musicians here are so good as well but we can do that sight reading obviously (laughs) but yeah i think we've got that sight reading thing as well Mm. and because there are cheaper orchestras in the world now that, that get a lot of the work, sure. but but then you know a lot things like the stuff you're doing this week that they're not going to start farming that out to a cheaper orchestra. I think because they you know, just know they know the quality is here. And, yeah, uh, I think that's true. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think also that means that they can get it done more quickly. Yeah. In the long run. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of this work is 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 held is like penciled, isn't it? Until yeah. Sometimes a day before. Or yeah. The, and on then the sometimes day. yeah, it's true. And actually, recently, we were holding I don't know ten till ten for a few days, and then the day before there was a patch of four days, I think, and the oh, day before. Yeah. I hadn't heard anything and I was thinking oh that's quite late and then actually two days of those completely just went mm. oh. yeah I heard about that one yeah <laughs> yeah there's a lot of people involved yeah there's a lot well. of people involved <laughs> yeah but I think it was more um about money changing hands that the money didn't quite reach yeah where it should have done on time so mm. and there was I think about 85 musicians, so no, they couldn't go ahead until wow. the money arrived. Oh. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it oh, did dear. happen eventually, down the line a bit. Yeah. Formally, an orchestral. You were in an orchestra, weren't you? You were actually, <laughs> you were sub principal, weren't you? At the CBSO, am I right? <laughs> oh well. The thing is, I when I left college, I, lots of people, my friends, were going off abroad to study, and to be really honest, I'd really had it with the studying thing. I mean, I still had a million things to learn, but I just wanted to finally get out and actually do it after all those years of yeah. trying to do it or studying to do it. So I. Um, auditioned for the LPO and I was um associate member there for a bit and I had a piano trio going at the same time so it worked quite well Yeah. and then um, I was asked would I audition for the principal second job that came up about a year or two later um, and I did do that and then I did get it so that was how I got going really mm. brilliant and that sort of and I loved all that huge repertoire. I still do. I absolutely love all that. That's my favourite bit. Yeah. All the romantic stuff. Yeah. Um, and then after that, um, I thought it'd be nice to do smaller things. So I did Academy of St. Martin in the Fields and Chamber Orchestra of Europe for a bit. And then I missed the big things. And yeah. then I went to the BBC Symphony, the sub-leader there. And then the Birmingham job came up. And um, I didn't... Um, I knew Simon Rattle from LPO, and he's a fellow Scouser, so I guess that <laughs> helped a lot. So yeah. he said to me, would you like to come up, and um, not auditions, I didn't do an audition actually, very bad, um, to <laughs> guest on, um, for um, co-leader's job. So I said, yeah, I'd love to. And then the first bit of the trial was to sit number two next to the leader, but sadly um, we were going on tour so we rehearsed in Birmingham and then the next day we were on a Swiss tour and um, sadly the leader wasn't, well, he wasn't able to make it and I didn't know that till the till I was at the airport in the morning so then I had to do the whole tour. But it was yeah. fine and they were really lovely and I had a nice time and then I did go there for a few years. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. And did you live up there? When you... Yeah, we lived actually because my husband had to keep coming to London so we mm. lived, we just looked at a map and Banbury or... Oxfordshire seems sort of in the middle, which was fair <clears> dues. So I went north, he went south. Mm. 
it was a bit chaotic to be honest yeah what was the schedule like up there? yeah it was it was good because I didn't have to do all the work and I had a Jesse was only sort of three then so actually that was a really good thing to do at yeah. that point in our lives but it was chaotic yeah. so we were all over the place basically um so then <laughs> we decided that I think I was there for seven years well that was good enough yeah and then we moved back down to yeah. London and at that point, did you start freelancing or did you... Yeah. Oh, what was the, what was the real thing that made you think, right, I want to go... Or was there a thing that made you say, I want to go back into freelancing? Well, I just thought it was been lovely to be attached to things, which is that's... I had done a bit of freelancing in between those things, but I'd been attached to something for a long time, so I just thought it'd be really lovely to um, float about a bit. Mm. And I've done that ever since. Yeah, nice. So when was that? When did you become Um Oh, golly. Um, that was probably about ten years ago. Okay, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I've been floating about since then. And, yeah, it's lovely to get back and see all my friends because I did actually, as well as making some lovely ones up there, it's actually good to get back as well. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Yeah, and, and so we... Well, I met you doing uh, Follies at yeah. the National Theatre. Um, and do you, yeah, do you enjoy doing those kind oh, of Oh, I love that. That was the first show that I'd been asked for. Oh, okay. Um, I'd sort of dept a bit on Lion King and things, and but I hadn't ever had a show, so I was so excited for that. I don't know. Yeah. I have Brian to thank for that, because I yeah. think he put my name forward. I was very grateful for oh, him. That's to great. him. He was really kind. So, yeah, oh, that was just like another world. Absolutely loved that. What a brilliant first one to go in on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love meeting you guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it was just, I mean, yeah, we were all so spoiled having a, like a 20 piece orchestra. Yeah. And like, what, four violins and. Yeah. Viola, cello, yeah, and bass. Yeah. Oh, man. Three trumpets and two Oh, it was just and incredible. And the National Theatre is such a lovely place to work as well, yeah. isn't it? We yeah. were so well looked after and. Oh, it was that was just another world. I absolutely loved that. Yeah. And then it came back again, didn't it? Yeah. And were just so gorgeous and yeah. made yeah, lots of new really, friends. Yeah. That's a lovely I think that maybe that's a similarity with shows and with um being in an orchestra. That's a thing of community. I, that's so, that's yeah, what I love that's about what doing I love. them. That thing of feeling like you've got a real unit and yeah. I really that's one of my favourite things. Yeah. About, I agree. I felt that when when we're doing Evita as well. Yeah, just that thing on a Saturday night, having hanging out, having some drinks, and then saying, "I'll see you Monday." Yeah, oh, you never get to see that normally. No, it's lovely, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good belonging. thing. Yeah, Stepping on a number of different shows at the moment. Different or? shows, yeah. And how and do you find that? <laughs> well, actually, at the moment, I'm absolutely loving... Um, well, I love The Lion King because it's got lots of really old friends that i know for a long time in it. Oh, so that's like, it's great. just I feel part of that. And they're so... All of them are just so welcoming, friendly and lovely. Yeah. So it feels like I'm a bit part of the family-ish. Oh, yeah. that's lovely. Which yeah. is lovely because sometimes you can go in somewhere and you just don't fit. You just you can feel it from the word go. Yeah. It's not anything anyone says or does particularly, but you just can't feel comfortable. So there are those times. Yeah. But 
it's mm. good when you find somewhere that you really fit absolutely because it's such it's like quite a different discipline itself it, to being on your own show to depping on other people's i mean I still feel yeah. like an out-of-body experience when I go in for my first show, that kind oh, of... Oh, like, no matter how straightforward the part is, yeah. suddenly my cello, everything <clears> just <throat> sounds really strange. Like, the first... <laughs> it's like sort of shouting. I feel like my cello's just shouting. I can cry for help down the microphone for the first few numbers. It's just awful. I agree. I agree. Do you feel... Those first shows, oh. I'm absolutely beside myself even i've spent out what i do hours and hours with the part with mm. the looking at the conductor and yeah. what he's going to be doing and all of that and you go in and there's something and i think every yeah. time i speak to another musician about that that everyone feels the same yeah. yeah no matter how well prepared you are it all feels and i had this terrible thing on one show i went to death into the first show and it was just one violin and it had loads and loads of um tricky stuff so I'd concentrated really hard on the tricky things and you know learnt the part and everything and then I'd forgotten that I had to wear cans yeah I was just because my brain was not in gear and there was there wasn't any kind of um a set of cans near me to remind me so mm. I just um yeah I started and then I looked around and then I noticed that everybody had cans on. <laughs> and I could see a pair of cans that were on a rail about <clears throat> three foot away from me. But it was quite busy on the old violin front at that point. So I thought, I better not, you know, wander over and get them. So then I was trying to play, but then panicking at the same time, thinking, oh, this is, I'm not sure. There could be a click going on or something. Yeah. Just... Yeah. So anyway, <clears throat> luckily... Um, one of the the saxophone player he noticed and he came over and um, brought the cans, which was kind. So put those on, but actually I couldn't hear anything because I think the the person whose show it was they had um, in in ears. Yeah. Thing, so the levels were all wrong, so <gasps> I couldn't hear anything. So then still playing, I had to alert the conductor who was playing keys that fact that I couldn't hear us. You know, anything oh, that was God. supposed to be no. in there. And then he got the sound guy to come up. He rang down for the sound guy with his left hand. <laughs> and then the sound guy came up. But sadly, he stood in between the conductor and myself, the man on the keys. So, And the, just where it got really tricky, couldn't see a thing. Oh, couldn't hear, no. couldn't, hear, couldn't see. <laughs> oh, my God. And so by, by, the, by the interval came, I was absolutely... <laughs> out of it oh, no. <laughs> and, and I wasn't really that keen on doing the second half to be honest <laughs> oh. anyway the second show got better yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's good to start from that point well yeah it's the good only way it's up yeah it's amazing yeah. how how different it is from when it's your show and when you're definitely oh. on the show like how oh, different and so much I find just um, uh, like if you're if you're playing it through a lot at home if you I find then, because then you get um, so used to that one recording of the show that then when you actually do it and they're going like three, four, you go, but it's different, it feels different yeah. already. Oh, yes. yes. And you go, but that's not like the recording. Yeah, and <laughs> the yes. balance in your ears. Yes. I just yes. remember the shock of hearing things. I remember on Aladdin, actually, that was a big one where it was very different when I finally got into when I'd been listening to the recordings of it. It was just like the, everything sounded so present. Yeah, I yeah. was not expecting that at uh, all. Even like if you, if you sometimes you get sent a, a video of the MD camera yeah. thing, so you you look at that and you get you learn that, 
and then in the show maybe it's like you're doing it on tour and it's a different venue and like it's a different yeah different angle and yeah i, I don't know that, that can just throw you already yeah. absolutely um, oh god oh, it, it does yeah. throw you immediately <laughs> you know i agree sweating actually. Oh, yes <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> anyone got one song <laughs> <laughs> and then if you have a break and you go back and you've, it's like going mm. back to square one again, isn't it? You <clears throat> oh, do that's one, it. Yes. wait a month, do another oh. one. Like, right, how was that? Or something subtly changes. Yes. And then you have to remember all the bits that you weren't quite happy about. Mm. And then, as you say, it could be yeah. another month before you go back in. And it is like just repeating the whole thing. And it feels like another first go again. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <really. laughs> uh, but, you know, fun. Fun, yeah. yeah no, it's such, such fun. And actually, <laughs> when you're actually on the show, I just noticed that only because I haven't obviously already done any many shows, but when we were on Follies and, you know, when people used to come in, you know, I used to think, oh, it's not that bad because we'd actually just rehearsed it, the orchestra even yeah. alone for, a, you know, a week or so before. And then mm. I was thinking, it's not that hard then. And actually, it's only when they come in, you think, actually, it's, it is quite tricky. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And fitting with everyone who knows each other's playing so well, yeah, and how it sounds, and like yeah. just little idiosyncrasies in mm. within the music that you know you can't possibly just know by sitting in for one go. It just takes it's a while, true. doesn't it? Yeah, and absolutely. where that's lovely as a somebody who has that, chair, yes, it's a lovely thing. It it's is. that whole yeah. familial thing. It's pretty nightmare. <laughs> You're the outsider. Uh, yes. Hi. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and like if someone's coming to like sight read a show, if it's like, or or they, or it's their first show, or or yeah. they're a last minute kind of someone's oh, come yes, in. Actually, and that happened in Avita, didn't it? Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, um, and, and we had that quite a few times actually, didn't we? Um, yeah. Quite, yeah. Um, and um, everyone's actually just really supportive. Yeah. And And if someone makes a mistake, like we don't, we're not going. Oh no, they made a mistake. No, we actually, to, for us, it's just it's just quite funny, or yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, but exactly. but if you're that person, you you obsess. Oh, I played the wrong note there. I, I, yeah. that can ruin your night. Absolutely, because <laughs> that's the only thing you remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. It's true. Oh, it's horrible. So were you, did you start learning violin early? Were you always on this uh, path to success? <laughs> oh, I, didn't, I, didn't. I, th- I think I was really, cause, mainly because I couldn't do anything else. And, oh, come and, No, it's true. <laughs> and my mum, she used to sort of teach the piano to people at home and I used to just, I think we didn't have anyone to look after me, so I just used to sit in the room and collar or something when she taught. And then I was really dying to, talk, to, to um, learn the piano and so I just started with that. And then um, I remember being at school and you probably had the same thing. You know, you were sent home with one of those forms. Do you want your child to learn an instrument? Tick the box. Mm. My older siblings, of which I have two, you know, there was trumpet and many other things. But there was violin. I just love violins. And my brother and sister were going, you are kidding, Mum. You're not going to let her do that. There's no <laughs> way she's going to, you know, learn the violin. Anyway, I came back from school one day with a violin with a big painted number 11 on the back of it <laughs> which took up the whole violin actually and it was in a cardboard case as well anyway I, I absolutely loved it and um yeah that's kind of took over really so I had 
still carried on playing the piano, but I just love the violin because I felt I could be more expressive with that than with the piano, which then, after the violin, seemed very percussive. Yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. And was there lots in... So you, did you grow up in Liverpool proper? Were you kind of on the outskirts? Yeah, so a bit... Uh, <clears throat> from Originally, it was Lancashire. It's actually now part of a sort of Liverpool borough, the the the, um, the boundaries changed, but um, yeah, it was Lancashire at that time, and I, then I went to sort of, um, just, you know, we had peripatetic music teachers, which is so yeah. brilliant then, like, yes, so I just absolutely. really got going, and um, then, sadly, there wasn't any music in my senior school, not, not a sausage, not an orchestra, not anything, in fact, it was quite... A tough school so I just pretended I didn't do it because it was easier Aww. so um, the worst bit was when the person that played the piano the member of staff was ill and they knew I played the piano and then in assembly I had they asked me to get up and go and play for the hymns that was the worst thing that anyone could have done and then we just had for to, your street creds just yeah the... just it was nil anyway it was like minus well minus <laughs> by then <laughs> so people just yeah She's weird, that one. And so, um, yeah, but I had, I was really lucky enough to um, be part of Lancashire Schools Symphony Orchestra, which was just amazing. And I had lots of opportunities there. And they had people like the Alberni String Quartet, which would come up for courses and got to know them. And then ended up having lessons from Howard, who's a first violinist. And yeah, so that was life changing. So that sort of set me on a path, really. Yeah. Yeah. So did you stay at the at your normal your state school right up till yeah um post? or um till sixteen and yeah. then there was um luckily it's not there anymore sadly but there was this amazing college in Liverpool called Mabel Fletcher great name yeah um, college <laughs> of um, music and drama so you could actually do your A levels there and you could do a kind of diploma in music I'm not sure what that was but anyway. <laughs> um, I went there for my A-levels, which was just like, that's when everything just, I met people that were kind of in a similar position to me. And then, and all those people are still friends. In oh. fact, the cellist in the Lion King, I met him. Oh, wow. There. Oh, that's amazing. We were in the same year, yeah. And we came down to the academy together. And But many others, amazing musicians came out of there. Uh, I don't know, it's... I think it only ran for a few years, but we had the time of our lives. Honestly, we were, we'd just go off and do lots and lots of concerts. I dread to think how it was really, but didn't have nerves in those days, so it was all <laughs> <Right>. fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, what, so what A-levels A you were doing then? Yeah. So music, presumably. I did music. I did actually do sociology as well, but sadly, that took place in a different building, which was a bus ride away. And as the time went on, there were more exciting things to do, so I didn't mm. exactly go that often there. In <laughs> fact, when like the A level admittance came, now. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry about this. So when the A level came, I did actually go. Well, they didn't know who I was. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so I was very lucky that you only needed one at that time. If I was, if it was now, I'd be absolutely snookered. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that with the offers for music college. It was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. ours was. Uh, I had to get. I needed to get two E's. But if I didn't get two E's, that's all right. I could go along. And then just the first year at college, they they probably just try and teach me something. Yes, <laughs> that's excellent. It was so different. Then. Thank God. Exactly. <laughs> oh God. 
So has that ever meant that, like, <clears throat> further into your career, had, have you ever had a thirst to do anything slightly different or have you always felt like music has been enough for you? I think it's been massively enough. Ah, oh, that's brilliant. Absolutely love it. I did have a moment after Birmingham, actually, where I was slightly on the burnt-out side, having just had another child the year before I decided that was probably enough. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I was a bit burnt out, so then I just taught for a few years until I was sort of was a bit recharging I think I'm not yeah. sure what I was right. doing but so no, yeah. no playing really no I just it 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 wasn't that I think at the time I think I've I've fallen out of love in my violin but I hadn't mm. at all it was just the whole pressure of holding down that job and having two young children and like the pressures that yeah. that brought it yeah. was quite a lot although at the time I just thought you're know, you just carry on it's fine but yeah. actually it was only when I stopped that I just I wasn't really mm. in such a great place yeah I really think that the more people I speak to the more that seems to happen I definitely felt the same thing at points you? where yeah. you just go through a phase where you can't really pinpoint what it is but everything just becomes a bit too much like you're trying to juggle too many things and yeah. you push 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 for so long don't you yes to always be the best or uh, the best yes. you can be yes and actually sometimes you just oh, need you to just... step back and have a bit of give yourself a bit of a break don't you yeah i think i think i think that you're trying to be the best mom you're trying to do all the things that that you know that entails mm. and then at work you're trying to you know be this person that yeah everything's fine and you can just do this and sit there and look calm and happy and help people and actually it just takes its toll in yeah. the end and I felt in the end I couldn't do anything well yeah so I just thought actually we'll take a little breather so I just and after that I just didn't want to dive straight back in I just don't know maybe I'd lost my confidence a bit as well yeah so I've just had a lovely breather. I, yeah. I taught in my son's local school down the road. We had, and I got into another world of all of that, and I mm. really loved it. Mm. Um, and then, actually, um, a friend was doing putting on a chamber music concert just randomly in Wales, and she just rang up and said, "Oh, would you like to come and do this?" And the pieces were just gorgeous, and I thought, "Oh, I would actually love that." And that's how it got going again. Mm. That's fab. What a great way to get back in. Yeah, it just was... Yeah, and then it felt like that, that was another world as well then. So it was all... Yeah. And then I think um, Bob, my friend in The Lion King, asked me then, about the same time, would I like to go and sit in and have a see what I thought about that and would I like to come in? So that's how it got going again. Yeah. That's great. So it, it just... You got back into it through just the pure enjoyment of uh, yeah. playing music again and, and actually yeah. looking back it was lovely to have a bit of a breather yeah because mm. then I came back absolutely just you know ravenous for doing stuff yeah and I still feel like that now I mean maybe I would have still mm. felt like that without <clears> a break but I, I don't know do you think it changed your perspective on things as well or do you... yeah I think mm. I think it I think it did mm. and I think the whole sort of classical music orchestral world I realised is very different another world away from lots of other things and I'm I 
think I'm really happy in the world I'm in now. Yeah. very nice person uh she's generally one of the nicest people i've ever worked with um when we did a vita last year i just remember she would just go up to you know cast members and just oh you, you oh, i did the voice uh, but she, she was like you, oh you sound amazing you, you're so you, you guys just sound brilliant and she was she'll do this she'll just go up to you know different sections of the orchestra and just and just like just genuinely say something that she she really enjoyed yeah. and it's really refreshing you don't get that it everywhere, really is especially uh, she's just so talented and completely yeah. modest like you would just never know chatting to her that she'd done all these incredible things like she just would she'd never tell you it's amazing no, she wouldn't ah oh, cheers jackie um, thanks for talking to us cheers jackie um well uh verity have you had, have you had a good week i mean it's been fun filled <laughs> it's been a roller coaster we i've basically i've been in the house doing sort of in inverted commas homeschooling or yeah or taking my daily uh daily walk around the block it's been lovely yeah or a bit of a run <laughs> <laughs> or today i spent uh an hour and three quarters actually in the queue for waitrose which i know it's like middle class oh problems but oh my god i got in the shop and i was like i have no idea what it was that i came here for in the first place so oh wow yeah I did it. Um, I did that yesterday at Sainsbury's, and um, I thought I'll go on, th- go on Thursday because that that's not like the big shopping day, is it? But no. then I forgot that it's Bank Holiday. It's oh, Good Friday God, today. Of course. So basically, Thursday is is the new Friday in that situation. And um, did you it, panic it by? It wasn't too bad. No, but I had a big list, and yeah. I think I was there for about two hours. Oh, um, yeah. Which I I don't understand. I'm I'm, I'm pretty slow in the supermarket yeah. anyway and sort of <laughs> zigzagging across i did try and write a list but um yeah. i don't know it's hard i mean but all the basic things are just not there like eggs and flat flour no. and pasta and all that sort of thing well i thought so, i was uh, onto a coup i i found a bag of pasta like i quickly i made a dive for it got it and it was like oh, i don't know what they've done to it. it was just all soft and squishy something was very wrong with it I don't, it was yeah. like it was really disgusting, but also like a very cool trick, cruel trick that they leave that out. It's disgusting. It, it ta- did it taste the same though? Didn't buy it. it left it there. Swore oh, a bit and left it. it there. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was... Oh dear. Well, that's sort of our, it's become our because um, we've got not much to do uh, in my flat. Uh, trying to eke out the shopping for as long as possible. So we we managed to do our last shop. Uh, for uh, eking out for 16 whole days that's excellent uh, yeah so that because you know every trip to the supermarket is is risking your life isn't it yeah Uh, and tell you what like at at Sainsbury's at least I don't know if it's like in Waitrose but the the two meter rule is not observed at all oh so not at all you'd think in Waitrose (laughs) that maybe yeah no 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 it really was I was dodging around I had to turn my face away many many folk as i perused the aisles yeah no it's quite a free-for-all yeah yeah i mean it's amazing i mean the people working there they're, they're just getting on with it and and were they just, wearing the the full face mask no. well there now that no. is the difference in waitrose they right. are kitted out with the full face mask it's like proper yeah. 
proper gear. Well, <laughs> fair play, fair play to anyone uh, you know on the front yeah, line. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. So, oh, did you play for the uh, NHS last yes, night? Yes, we did. Of... Open up the windows. Bit of over the rainbow. How about you? Yeah, I did that. Played over the rainbow. I I was a bit. I mean, the the key they suggested was G major. Did you do that in G major? Oh God, did we? No, no, no. I think we were in D major. Oh, that's oh, better. That is... I mean, because for trumpet, G major is, well, it's our A major. It's either uh, in incredibly high and, and sustained. It's not actually that high, but it's, it's that register that uh, I just knew if I started up there, I, I wouldn't make it through. <laughs> so, I, so I played it down the octave and then I, I stopped just before the middle eight. Because uh, <laughs> otherwise it would have been really, really embarrassing. And I, I have to live here and continue to see all my neighbours. So, <laughs> yeah. so I didn't do that. I played it down the octave uh, as if it was a grade, a grade three piece. <laughs> Uh, quite gravelly. Basically, at, at my level at the moment. <laughs> yeah, um, me too. Putting all the I, fingering. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you practicing the cello much at the moment? Well, oh, no. I would love to say yes. Intermittently, we keep doing. We're doing these little concerts uh, from our living yeah. room, um, sort of keeping the court. Well, one half of the quartet going through these times and uh, so yeah. basically every week I know that the concert is coming up it'll be on the Thursday and I'll get to Monday I'll be thinking right I've got time I can practice yeah. this yeah, can yeah, be yeah. good and then I get yeah. to Thursday morning and I say oh time is running out <laughs> um, <laughs> really should look at that music right now and uh, winging oh, that's, it that's good you've oh. yeah that's good you've got something you're doing because I've got this theory that um, it's just the jazz musicians that are playing every day as much as they can because <laughs> to them it's their it's their life isn't it yeah. it's their it's their art yeah. it's their reason for being yeah. and i think that all the orchestral musicians and all the straight players are basically not playing their instruments because no. they don't <laughs> need to no exactly <laughs> i think there's a there's a big divide yeah. i don't know it's very much a I, just for need situation isn't it I know. So I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to be more more jazz musician. Why are you now. thinking jazz? Uh, well, just just in terms of approach and right. uh, thinking, you should actually play the instrument because it's uh, it's kind of your thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna. This is it now. I pledge to you all. I'm gonna start practicing again properly. Oh, well uh, done. Focused practice, not in front of the computer. No. Um, not watching kind of not so. watching netflix at the same time no no, no yeah. none of that no no, no 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 i'm gonna play the trumpet and i'm gonna think about the trumpet while i do it oh my god how about that for an idea well that's great i that's feel like idea, I'm, isn't it? I'm on the verge of making the same pledge not about the trumpet obviously <laughs> nobody wants to hear that yeah. <laughs> no, no. but um oh no, I tell you what, my pledge is that the next time we do an Estilo concert from our living room, I will look at the music maybe two days in advance of the concert. There we are. That's my oh, pledge. Very good. <laughs> 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 oh, fantastic. Well, look, uh, let's draw this thing to a close. Yes. And um, before we go, uh, can I do a little plug for my my band? Oh, the go, Old on. Dirty go on. Go on. Only because it's a, it's a charity single we've got out called Everything Will Be All Right. And it's the song by The Killers. And if you go to the, the uh, Old Dirty Brastard website, uh, which uh, there'll be a link to that in the, in the show notes, 
two pounds it costs, and it all goes to mind. It's an absolute steal. It's an absolute steal. And I've heard, so, and it's um, really, genuinely, really, really good. So do. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. That's very um, So, yeah, thanks for listening again to episode two. And if you could like and uh, subscribe, as they say. And also, the very important thing is to go onto iTunes and uh, review it and rate it. Yes, yes, and, uh, please. And what's, what's, what's a good star rating they could do, Verity? I mean five stars or above would be great five stars five star. yeah I, it doesn't go above so just five five I think five <laughs> is good otherwise uh don't bother no uh, but uh, <laughs> we'll find a way of removing it <laughs> yeah we'll find a way but um no it, re- it really helps to get it visible um so that other people can hear it and uh yeah and we've that. got some great things coming ahead so go on help us get them out there that's right so uh, thanks everyone and cheers Verity have a lovely yeah. uh, lovely week cheers Seb chat to you next week yes yeah, see you cheers, again Seb. next week bye okay bye bye A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.